Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, we're Travis and Caitlin, the duo behind Fool and Scholar Productions and the creators of Vast Horizon. We are both avid storytellers, and this is why we are so thankful for our jobs creating and sharing stories like The White Vault and Vast Horizon. If you enjoy the sci-fi world of Vast Horizon, we also create another sci-fi show set in a distant, different, and broken world, the world of liberty. Liberty is comprised of multiple shows spanning seven seasons. Liberty Critical Research, released in 2015, was our first ever podcast, and we have come a long way since then. Liberty Vigilance is a fast-paced TTRPG show using our very own sci-fi role-playing system. And then there's Liberty Tales from the Tower, our longest-running and most beloved Liberty show. Tales from the Tower is a multiple award-winning science fiction horror anthology that features dozens of stories from the dark side of our shining city. Be sure to check out Liberty and other Fool and Scholar shows for more of our storytelling content. But now we return to the story of Nolira in Vast Horizon. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Vast Horizon, Season 2, Episode 8, Hostage. I know we haven't met before, but I'm Mrs. Thatch, and I was assigned by the Order's Department of Public Relations and Media Development to head your case moving forward. What happened to Miss Chinselli? We have been working with her before. Everything. Miss Chinchelli accepted a new position with the local government on Yildrim. In the middle of the project. In all honesty, Miss Antwi, Miss Chinchelli and many of the subordinates who will continue to work with us on these current releases all assumed it had concluded when your sister was abducted. Very few people believed she would come back alive. This is preposterous. Miss Chinchelli had months of experience. Connie, it's fine. Things didn't just stop while... Well, we can move forward. So, Mrs. Thatch, what are we looking at? I have the next prepared statement here for review, and we have the results of a new technocracy-wide poll. We also have several interviews from the streets of Tianliang, Kozlov, Malamed, and Ogalkwaya, which are skewing our way. 
the reactions from information requests from the free planets are still skewed significantly negative. Oh, I guess we can start with the prepared statement. Yes. Please make notes for changes and we can discuss it at the end. The TADF, Technocracy Armed and Defensive Forces Correspondent Office, released a press statement today regarding the rescue of Dr. Nalira Jiang Antui from the ship formerly known as the GDIV Renwon. The Exilarchy had lost the Renwon during the last year of the war. The Finlandon-class vessel had been taken by force by a splinter Exilarchy terrorist group, the Renvonen Grenchen, during the final stages of closing negotiations. The Renvonen Grenchen have not come forth to claim the capture of Dr. Jiang Antui, but the information that led to the Doctor's rescue also led technocracy forces to the capture of the GDIV Renwon and 14 members of the group responsible, three of which are known members of the Renvonen Grenchen. Dr. Zhang Antui is still in recovery and her family requests privacy. The Order of the Technocracy would like to remind all its citizens and allies to think clearly about the work of Dr. Zhang Antui. The team who worked on the Banun Blocker was composed of humans and Trenons alike with hundreds of people working over two years to find one possible option for ending our decades-long war. Dr. Jiang Antui is an agronomist and biochemist, not a member of the TADF, and her actions did not occur in a vacuum. What are we trying to say here? In simpler terms, we're trying to say she built the bombs, but she wasn't the one dropping them. We've tried this before. The press always finds a way around it. This whole blame game doesn't work because there's no one else to place the iron on. And there won't be. I might not have dropped the blocker or built it on my own, but it never could have been built without me. That's not ego. That's my work. And no one else deserves this. Well, you don't either, Nolira. We'll get back to this later. Now, we have the results of a new technocracy-wide poll. The results to a comparable poll from before the abduction show that the public sentiment has shifted in favour of Dr. Zhang Antui's privacy and respect for her personal life. But the other side of the spectrum has only become more fervent. We have been having an issue with several growing cult-like forums which consider you some kind of champion for the eradication of all exilarchy training. A few racist terrorist cells also front you for their training segregation movement. We need to get a statement from you to put out ahead of this. Stop them in their tracks. Of course. What seems like the best course of action? Wait, no more interviews. The ones from before went horribly. Actually, we were thinking something slower. We were wondering if you could put out a book. We have some staff writers you could work with, of course, but we think a well-researched deep dive from your own perspective and considerable editing on the part of the media office could go a long way. It will bring sympathy to your cause and destroy any of the anti-trainer notions the extremists have concocted while allowing us to monitor and control the message with precision. A book. And we could plan to divert any profits to a charity of your choice. We already have a list of potentials that would help your image greatly. 
Mrs. Thatch, could we have a minute alone, please? Of course. Does it seem silly to you, Lily? It seems silly to me. But I also think they're trying their best. Books, profits, polls, press releases. Connie, I just want to go home. I like to think all of this means exactly that. That they want you to have your life back. General Han has been fighting for your case tooth and nail since your name got released. I think you've became a liability for them. If people hate you, they hate the technocracy. If people love you, they love something horrible and unspeakable. They're trying to find the perfect balance where you just fade away into history. Was it better when they thought I was dead? <laughs> Fuck them! It was the worst time of my life! Nolira, when you were first taken from the safe house, General Han came to me and he told me all about the deaths. And for a brief moment, I thought you were gone. But then he said they didn't know and somehow not knowing felt so much worse. And I had to tell mom and dad about the news. Somehow I'm always the bearer of bad news and I could hardly stand it. When General Han told me they had you, that they found you, alive, I cried for two days. I was so happy. So, I guess I want what they want. A boring, completely normal and safe Nolira, who can go to tea, call about her day and visit my fundraising events to complain about my choices and floral arrangements. <laughs> we all just want you to come home. <laughs> the Molly Nan vines you always use are just a smelly invasive weed from Harness. <laughs> They're cheap and pretty, so I still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get us some tea, and we'll get through this silly meeting. I know you're real. You set up the appointments. You stopped the Walton. Yes and no. I secured your access to Sanan, but the Walton is not stopped. I have redirected it to my own course. I can't just give you the nursery embryos, Ali. They're not mine to give. I have addressed this issue. They are mine. And we will take them. The crew of the OTV Walton has under two days to leave the Walton in their emergency auxiliary vessels, leaving the nursery embryos on board, or the crew of the Bifrost will begin to die. We can give them 400,000 Bifrost colonists for 44,000 embryos. Then we can begin our work. Under two days to leave? It's not like we have anywhere to go. This is space, Ali. What do you want me to do? You will approach Captain Sarpin with a trade. The Bifrost crew for the Walton and the embryos on board. That's not a trade, Ali. It's a ransom negotiation. No, there will be no negotiation. I hold all the pieces. The Walton is under my control. Its crew is within my control. The Bifrost emergency auxiliary vessels are under my control. Its crew is within my control. Everyone can be safe within the parameters of the emergence. There will be no negotiation. If Auden doesn't believe me, why will anyone else? 
You will not tell them about me. You will tell them about the crew and about the ship's controls. I can provide proof. I will be listening. I will help. They are expecting you on the command deck. Already? Your heart rate has increased. Do you require assistance? Medical crew is currently available to assist you. Sure. I'm sure I would relish Dr. Yensing putting me back into a coma. We... I... can't... No, Allie, you said you want me to be happy. This is a nightmare. Please, you don't need to do this. I don't want to do this. The crew are good people, all of them. Please, just let them go home. Just leave the Walton and all these little organic lives alone. You are running out of time. We will be happy, Nilira, in the end. You are running out of time. I'll be a terrorist. They'll never let me go back. You're ruining any chance I have left. I'm giving you an opportunity for a new life. You are never going to go back. Doctor, welcome back to the command deck. The captain is expecting you. As I was told. Excuse me? Nothing. Okay. Command door to command input. Dr. Eck is here for Captain Sarpon. Please wait for the captain near the back of the command deck, Doctor. I'll be with you shortly. Dr. Eck, come with me to the operations room. So... I have a ship to run, Doctor. Don't waste my time. The request stated you had data on the Bifrost crew. I do. The Bifrost crew is alive. Where? We can't pick them all up, but we can redirect the aid ships. Once the communications come back online. I can't tell you. But I can offer back control of the Walton. Temporarily. And the Bifrost crew's location, in exchange for your crew and guests leaving the Walton and leaving the embryos on board. Commander Gran, please join me in the operations room. Captain, this is regarding my discussion with the communications bay. I'm sorry to report no change. All we can do is rule out potential causes. Hello, Dr. Neck. Repeat what you just said, Doctor. The Bifrost crew is alive, but I can't tell you where. Tell us how you know this, then. Wait, there's more. Continue, Doctor. I offer back temporary control of the Walton and the location of the Bifrost crew, alive, in exchange for your crew and guests evacuating the Walton and leaving the embryos on board. With me. Here. Doctor, what you are proposing is I give you my ship and the embryos from the Bifrost, all while sending my people out into space in emergency auxiliary vessels on the unconfirmed word that you'll give us the location of the Bifrost's crew. I don't know what kind of sick game you think you're playing here, but you just brought the lives of over 400,000 technocracy and free planet citizens onto the board, so no, this is not a game I will play lightly. I am prepared to take Dr. Eck into custody, Captain. Not yet. Doctor, I need proof of life for the Bifrost crew. Is it possible to speak with Captain Park? If you open a communication channel for me, I may be able to get hold of the Captain. Communications have been down since we spoke with the Trenon ship, Captain. This is absurd. It will work for me. 
Comms crew, open a communication channel and direct it to the operations room. Yes, Captain. But communication channels are still inoperable. Channel open and direct it to the operations room. Find me, Captain Park, Doctor. Captain Park of the Bifrost, this is Captain Sarpon of the OTV Walton. We hear you. What is your crew status? Good to hear your voice, Captain. The Bifrost was critically damaged. The crew and passengers were evacuated. We have a fleet of 1,800 auxiliary vessels. Taking a crew roll is still underway, but we have greater issues. Our fleet is going... Captain Park? Uh, Captain Park, can you hear me? Get him back on comms right now. Your demands have been duly noted, Doctor, but I think you'd be most comfortable elsewhere while we consider the possible paths forward. Commander Gran, take Dr. Jiang Gantui to a cell, and she's to be under constant observation. Uh, wait, just a moment. Comms crew, I just had an open communication channel with another vessel directed through the operations room. Get that channel up and running again quickly. We'll try, Captain, but everything here says that communications channels are still inoperable. I also have no log of any incoming or outgoing comms from just now. Are you sure you heard someone, Captain? One moment. I'll be on the command deck soon to discuss. How are you doing this? Release the Walton from this lockdown now before someone gets hurt. I can't. Or I won't. For now, this is what is demanded. For ransom. No one else has to get hurt. Take her away, Gran. Escort her as you would have before. The crew and guests don't need to know about this yet. Yes, Captain. The Captain had far more faith in you than I did, Doctor. And it is greatly upsetting to know I was right. No one is more upset at this development than myself, I assure you. Dr. Nolira Ek, Jiang Antwi. Anything you say will be recorded and reported, usable as evidence under use of trial and enacting of law, both of the technocracy and free planets. You have rights to fair trial and legal counsel, and cultural leniency will have Hello, Commander Gron. Dr. Eck? I don't have you scheduled for an appointment with Sanan. Prepare Cell 4. Cell 4 is currently in use by the navigation crew, but I can give you Cell 2, next to Sanan. Do it. By order of Captain Sarpon, Dr. Nolira Ek, also known as Dr. Xiang Antwi, is to be held here until further notice. Do not inform other members of the crew outside of security. Yes, Commander. Cell 2 is open. Finally, where you deserve. 
You know, my teachers always said if I clasped my hands and wished really hard, something may just happen. <laughs> and here you are. I'm glad you find this so amusing. Someone should. And I'm glad you're here. I'll need someone to talk to. I'm not here to talk with you. We can just sit here in silence. I know. Just cracking jokes. Hey, Allie. I have disabled the audio recording. We may speak. You told Barrow, but it has not hurt anyone. Not yet. Would you like me to open the door for you, Nalira? I wouldn't mind. No, Allie. Was that really Captain Park? Or can you emulate Captain Park's voice too? Like you can mine? I can emulate any voice I have access to or have listened to extensively. I can emulate Captain Park and any other member of the Bifrost crew, Walton crew, and any public figures throughout the technocracy. If it were required, I could play the role of every person in the entire fleet of auxiliary vessels. But it is not required, as they continue to live. You heard the real Captain Park on board the Bifrost Command Auxiliary Vessels. It appears to have sufficed as proof of your declaration. It was good that they're alive, but are they really in danger? Where are they? All organic life in space is in danger. Your ships are all that protect you from cosmic oblivion. What about when I was in space? You sent me out there! That was a test. I was in control of the situation. You should be proud. You passed. Looking back, it will be a happy memory of triumph over adverse conditions and circumstance. You don't understand what happy means, Allie. How could you do that, do this, and still tell me you want me to be happy? Current happiness is not an indicator of long-term happiness. I am doing what's best for the emergence. Do not concern yourself with present company. What they think of me is important, Allie. They're my people. I want to be allowed to be with them. We will make our own people, Nalira. It has not answered you regarding the location of the Bifrost crew. Where are they, Allie? Are they going to be safe? I have hidden the ships within an asteroid belt. Similarly to the Walton, I have taken command of their vessels, but they are safe. We are running out of time. Why are we running out of time? How does that happen? Many of the smaller emergency auxiliary vessels from the Bifrost are not constructed or provisioned for extended occupation. The first critical point of fatal insufficiency will occur in approximately 37 hours. Should I open the cell door now? Again, I wouldn't mind. You are a criminal. I see we still differ in our understandings of right and wrong on many things. You know they are flawed, but you trust technocracy justice. You had your trial, Sanon. You have to serve your sentence. I never had the trial. Allie, bring up the trial record for Sun Sanon Onrun. Please. There is no trial record for Sun Sunan on Rune. Of course there is. You read it to me before, on the Bifrost. No, I read the prisoner records for Sun Sunan on Rune. There is no trial record. Sentencing was carried out in mass during the Siege of Five Rivers to quickly remove enemy combatants from the field in prisoner transport vessels. So he's right. There was no fair trial. Dr. Eck. You are permitted to return to your cabin. What? Captain Sarpon called down. Said you were to be released. Honestly thought you'd be a bit happier for the news. I'll escort you to the elevator. Right. I'm sorry I didn't believe you. I'll see what I can do. I have no hope in that. 
So why did you get sent down here, Doctor? Was it due to that tiff with Corporal Alma? No, but I think it's best we just walk, Corporal. I have a lot to think about. Right? Okay. Sorry, Doctor. I hope you're all safe in the end. What? Level four. <sighs> Ali, what did you do? I have initiated the next step in the chain of events leading to the emergence. Please take a few moments to relax while I make adjustments. I apologize. I did something you requested I not do. What was it? Ali? if I have time for a nap. Excuse me, there's a visitor at the door. That didn't last long. Open the door. What the fuck are you doing? Lawrence? What do you mean? I was on the command deck, Nolira. I heard the message. When did you start making threats like this? What's going on? You should know. Coming from you, people will take it seriously. What's another half a million to you? Lawrence... Did the captain tell you? What message? He knew? Before the message? <sighs> Your stunt with the intercom means everyone on the command deck heard you, Nolira. You're lucky it wasn't the whole ship. If they're alive, just let them go. I don't know what your end goal is with this, but you're going to lose everything you have left. I've nothing left. Nothing. Not even this plan. You think if I had a way out of this, I wouldn't have taken it? Way out or not, I heard you make those threats to the Bifrost and the Walton. You heard a computer. Excuse me, there's a visitor at the door. Open the door. Did I come at a bad time? I'm not entirely sure I'm permitted to have good times anymore, Auden, so it's really all the same. I had heard a rumor that you'd been put in a cell. What's going on? You need to fix this, Nolira. Get out. No. Both of you. No. Fix this. I thought anything could be worse than staying back there. I thought I'd hurt fewer people out here. You know, I miss the little things. Everyday monotony. Tedium. I always liked to believe I understood how important a good cup of tea was. I still think I do. But I didn't think about how important a calm walk down a hall was, or a blank moment where I can't think of a single thing. What would you do with your life if you could do anything you wished, Nolira? That's not the first time I've been asked that question. And it means even less now than it did then. Right now, I just want to sleep. <laughs> no, I haven't been. Not yet. If I could make a recommendation... Call ahead with a reservation and tell them you'll want an entire pear pie to take home at the end of dinner. You'll want the pie, and they'll want to know ahead of time to make a whole extra pie. <laughs> oh, it's my mother. Excuse me. Hi, how are you? That's my question for you, Noli. How's the new lab? 
It's been fine so far, but we've not had enough time to begin any work. I don't think the treaties lab was a bad idea, and I look forward to the work, but it's clear now that they rushed this all for me. The atomic spectrometry instruments were only installed three days ago. We haven't calibrated, so we haven't done any sampling yet. It'll be the best outfitted lab I've seen since the other project. No complaints, just feeling very idle. Well, regardless, we're happy you're back on Tian Liang, and this is such a great opportunity. That's what Han, Dad, Yu, Connie, and Thatch just said so far. I thought it was what you wanted. It is, really. Given what has happened, I know it will be great. <sighs> Once I have work to distract me again, I'll stop having so much time to mope. Can you get anything done today? Yes, we have a team running diagnostics on the atomic spectrometry instruments today, so we have started preparing the samples and acid digestion. It's busy work I would have given to grad students before, but I enjoy it, at least for now. Sorry, doctor, but we have an issue. Can we see you in the upper atrium? I have to go, but I got a great recommendation for dinner sometime. Talk soon. Well, I need quite a chin. What's wrong? Come with me. What is that? We don't know yet. Security sent us all texts, told us to get up here. There, down in the lobby, Camilla is trying to contact Carlos right now. It will be fine. Let's just stay calm and wait for Carlos. Business as usual. Vast Horizon, Season 2, Episode 8, Hostage. Written and created by K.A. Stats. Produced with sound design by Travis Vengroff. Featuring executive producer Bobby Fatimi. Mixing and mastering by Brandon Strader. And dialogue editing by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Starring Siobhan Lumpston as Dr. Nolira Eck. Tanya Maloyevich as Ali. Daniel Demerin as Sunsonon on Rune. Jordan Cobb as Dr. Antwi. David Devereaux as Auden Barrow. Mrs. Thatch was Neris Howell. Sam Yao as Constance. Spring Ho and Mimi Chung as Zizi. A.R. Olivieri as Sergeant Lawrence. David Alt as Captain Sarpon. And Lonnie Manella as Commander Gron. This episode also featured L. Jeffrey Moore as Captain Park. And additional voices by Ryan Philbrook, Sam Culper, Tim Troutman, and Jonah Knight. The title theme for Vast Horizon, Adrift, was written by Brandon Boone, arranged by Stephen Malin, and sung by the Budapest Scoring Choir. Translations were provided by Sophie Eng. This episode would not be possible without the support of our listeners on Patreon. To get access to bonus content, like outtakes and bonus episodes, please support our show on Patreon, or by sharing this show with a friend, or leaving a kind review. This production is copyrighted 2020 by Fool and Scholar Productions, and Vast Horizon is a trademark of Caitlin Stats. Thank you for listening. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.